This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast, New York edition. Woo! <laughs> it's Christina. I'm Ryan, And we are so excited. We're in the city right now. I'm not going to lie. We are both freaking exhausted. I'm looking at Christina's eyes. In my eyes, I feel like our eyelids are like... Not open. 50% open. <laughs> I know. Me too. Oh, my gosh. But it has been... So I said on I said before I came on this trip I was like I want to get back to LA and I want to feel so exhausted like I could not have done any more things. And do you feel like that? Yeah, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually so funny because I mean for me too I wanted it to be like a super um I wanted it to be like a really jam-packed work trip. I wanted to take all these meetings, um but also like want to have fun at night with friends and shoot content. And I feel like we're doing all that, but it is like go 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 go. Yeah. And one of the funniest things and I think that you didn't realize this too. It's like a huge misconception of New York City is I feel like people come here and they visit New York City and there's all these landmarks and things they want to do. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'll just go here and then go there later." But like it's actually pretty spread out and it takes time to get from point A to point B, yeah. especially if you're like going from downtown to uptown. Um, and I think a lot of visitors don't really realize that. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just going to bop up to Central Park. And you're like, no, that's like 30 minutes a car, 46 minutes on the Metro. Like what? I honestly, I had no idea what to expect. Wait, so what do you think? This is your first time in New York. Like give us your initial reaction. Honestly, and I was thinking about this in my cab ride over. I was like, <laughs> the reasons why. Okay, no. So since I first got here, just like walking around, I was like, oh my gosh. There's just, it has, the energy is completely different. You can't even compare it to, to Los Angeles. And I'm not really the type of person that's like, oh my God, I hate LA, I hate LA. Like, I don't hate LA. I actually really love Southern California and living in um, Los Angeles. Um, and I don't like... Yeah, I definitely don't hate it. And I have amazing people there. But, oh, my gosh, like, the energy. You can't compare it. It's, it's that's so like, was right? my first reaction. And also my second reaction was people just are cooler. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone, dress, like, especially with fashion, mm -hmm. like, it's not trendy. It's not, like, well, no, it, it, but it's, like, people just wear their their. I feel like people have much more distinct personal style and it's so cool and super inspiring to be around. Like walking around, it's like a freaking runway show everywhere. Yeah, not everyone's like wearing the exact same thing. Like I feel like in LA, everyone's wearing the same thing, don't you? A little bit. And it's just more casual and it's just like, yeah. I mean, I wear athletic wear most of the time there. Um, but also, my everyone was like, Oh my gosh, East Coasters are so mean. Like, they're rude, blah, blah, blah. So, I was kind of expecting that. Like, my friend was like, Oh my gosh, you're just like sardines, and people will be like, Get out of the way, whatever. Wait, who said that? Carly. Carly? Carly, girl, you listening? What are you talking about? I know. <laughs> um, and so, I was kind of preparing for that. I, people have never been nicer to me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Iowa has nothing on New York. It is like so nice. People, I mean, you know, you saw walking down the street. How many compliments did we get on our outfits the first day? So many day? compliments. So we so did have many. fire fits. But even like today, I was walking down the street. 
this guy was like little woman. I was like, you, you just are so pretty. And I was like, Oh, thanks. Was it creepy? Maybe a little. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, still took it. I was like, oh my God, so nice. <laughs> and like people in LA don't, well, you don't really walk around on the street, but you don't yeah. talk to people. Yeah. I do think that there is something about here where people will actually like look at you and talk to you. Where in LA, it's like you can be walking down the street and people like pretend you don't exist. I literally was thinking, I feel seen here. Mm. In LA, I feel kind of invisible. Which like I don't mind, like I don't mind, like but you're just like another like. But here I feel like people see each other, and like if someone says to you like, "Oh my gosh, I love your outfit," like when I see a girl on the street, I'm gonna tell her that, yeah. or like talk to people. Like we've talked to so many people. Like I just feel like in LA people just have blinders on, and here people are more open, and I just feel like super seen. So we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> we have been talking a lot about it. It's so funny. Um, it's. It's funny that you say that people are mean here because I think that's another big misconception about New Yorkers mm-hmm. and just like East Coasters in general because like Jersey gets that rap too. Yeah. Um, but I think that being direct is confused with being mean. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yes. Um, so Pe- yeah. Yeah. Um, what's been your favorite highlight of the trip so far? <sighs> Gosh. I just love New York City. The energy I feel in New York City is unlike anything else. It just like goes through my bones. I feel like I could do anything here. Um, I think the highlights were just like going out and having fun, honestly. Like, yeah, I think we had like a really good wild night, which was so much fun. Um, I love seeing my family and I love taking business meetings. Like my manager's here. So I've been doing a lot of that too. And I feel like I can thrive in this situation. So I just feel like it's been like a really good hybrid of kind of everything I wanted to do. Yeah. What about you? Um, hmm. I think, I mean, I loved, oh, there's so many things. I mean, I loved going out with your friends the other night who are now my friends. They can't get rid of me. <laughs> they are just so cool. You know, when you just vibe with people. Yeah, they're awesome. And then, um, I told them it's like my first time in New York and they're like, oh my gosh, we have to convince you to move here. So they were just like so fun and like took us to fun places and, um, that was super fun. Um, but oh my gosh, I don't know. I just... I really like it. And I didn't know if I was going to like it. Guys, I really think that Ray and I are going to move here. My only thing is, Mm -hmm. I feel like, so a a couple years ago, as you know, I talked about it on the podcast so much. I was so lonely because I just, it was hard to find friends who were kind of in the same phase of life as me. Like, and you know what I mean? And, and also like, I don't know. I feel like I've just have like such an amazing group of people in LA that it's like hard, like I starting over again in New York is kind of scary, is the one thing that scares me. Yeah, I get that. And having a smaller apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Without a washer dryer. Oh my God. I didn't even think <laughs> of that. I don't know if you'll be able to find that. You don't? Like, I don't know, girl. I don't think, I don't think you'll be able to get something as equivalent to your place in LA here. Mm. Well, if you move here, honestly, I will be, it would be like a 70% chance that I would move. Um, I'm pretty, I think it's happening guys. I've been like going back and forth about moving back East for a very long time now. And I think on this trip, it finally made me realize like, what are you doing? What, what, what is like the big hang up? Like what does LA have? What that I can do everything that I do in LA here, except the weather's not as good. So that's going to be annoying. But I think that my family, not living close to my family has been something that's just been weighing down on me for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I could actually be really, really happy here. I have so much family, so much support and New York has everything LA has, you know? Yeah. 
Except the beach in Malibu. Malibu. Except Malibu. Except literally except Malibu. Yeah. Which is a huge thing. I'm not going to lie. You know, I love Malibu. But um, I think that for a while I've been delaying the inevitable Mm-hmm. And been living in this like weird limbo of like where where am I going to be? What do I want to do? And now I kind of feel like okay, if I actually just make the move that I feel like I'm going to make regardless, like I'm excited to almost start like another chapter. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And I yeah. think it's been something. I feel like this is something that a lot of people have dealt with is like where they want to be. Mm-hmm. I know I dealt with that so much between like Denver and California, and I do think that a lot of people relate to being like I just don't know where I'm supposed to be and I don't know if this I was thinking too like do you think some people just never have that feeling of like this is where I'm supposed to be yeah I think so and I think a lot of people are like adaptable like I think I could be happy in a lot of different places Mm -hmm. Um, I think I could move to a lot of different places I think for me like home for me home is like where my family is yeah, that which is something is super important to me. So that's why I was actually I was telling you this about uh, telling you about this, but I was listening to Ed Milet on the Skinny Confidential podcast. It's a really mm-hmm. good episode, um, and he kind of quantified certain things that I didn't think about. Like, okay, like if you're only seeing your family four times a year, that means you're only going to see your family like I don't know twenty times in five years. Like, who do you want to be spending like those days with? And I was like, wow. Like, I never Mm -hmm. thought about it in that perspective. I know. I would never think about it like that. Yeah, so I like that. So in combination of you listening to that and then coming here, it's really Literally, it was a combination of the two. Yeah. It really was. Mm, So I think it's going to happen. So if anyone knows of any good real estate options, I think it's going to be New Jersey because I want to have, like, a house for Nicholas. Yeah, and I'll get an apartment in the city. In the city, yeah. And then I'm going to come in the city, like, once or twice a week. Yeah, well, to work and take meetings, we'll do our podcast. Fuck, I'm making you move here too. I really think you should, honestly. I honestly think that I will say it's just a different. It's just different. It's just different. And I mean, I moved out to. I mean, I moved out to LA for myself too, but it was for a relationship, and um, obviously that's no longer. But like, I I will say there's this other theory that. I, where was I? I don't even remember who said this to me, but I was talking to a friend and she was like, I have this theory that everyone has a city where their like love life thrives, like where they are their most, like where people are most attracted to them. And you feel like it's New York? I honestly am not going to lie to you. I, at one point I was like, I don't know if I have that city because everywhere I go, I'm like, this is going to be my city. This is going to be it. I think this is my city. Like I really do. And I'm like, that makes me so excited <laughs> to hear. Also, Rayanne went on a date the other night, so can we tell everyone about it? And by we, I mean you. Well, yeah. So the first night, I got here the night before Christina, so I was like, going to set up a date, kick off the first night in the city. Um, so basically, I don't know. I'm curious if any other girls who are single do this. I set my Hinge profile to um, New York like a week before I came to just start that's kind of that is like fun. You're like shopping in a new city. It is. It's like set, it's like planning like part of your trip. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Like I love meeting new people and like it's just fun. And um, so I actually though was like on so on Raya too. I've never met up with someone on Raya. Literally, I think it's like the biggest waste of eight dollars. My the worst eight dollars I spend every single month for the last two years. <laughs> I should tally that up. That's sad because. Honestly, no one ever has me- messaged me first 
and no guy has ever asked me out on there. But I was like, there's this cute guy and I knew he go, he's like bi-coastal between LA and New York. And I saw that you can like see on the map where they are and he was in New York. So I just messaged him and I was like, Hey, I'm going to be in New York. Let's go out. Like didn't even give him an option, which is how I normally operate. And it, because I'm not like actually, per, it was more of just like a fun thing. Not like, um, uh, like I'm in vacation mode. So he was like, okay, yeah. So I mean, I really took the reins and was like, let me know where, what time and where I should meet you. So he, yeah, we went out, had some drinks. It was fun, but oh, I need to rewind. I, you guys know that I used to have my height set at like six foot five. <laughs> Dude, six foot five. I can't get over that. Dating apps. And I was wondering why it would be like, you've run out of potential people to meet. <laughs> So anyway, I had like put it down, put it down. But on Raya, there's no height requirement. And I will totally admit this is like stems from how I feel. I want to feel a certain way when I'm with a guy. And it's like for sure something I need. I'm aware of and need to like, you know, figure out. And like people are so happy with men shorter or smaller or whatever. Like when you find someone, I really do believe it doesn't matter. But I'm kind of like made this my shtick that I love like tall guys. But I didn't know how tall he was because there's no height on Raya. And so I like walk out of my hotel to meet him outside. And I'm, I am automatically like three to four inches taller. He's, but I will say this, he has, he's very attractive. Very. I mean, he's like a freaking athlete. Like, yeah, he's, he's sexy. He's hot. And he was, I would say he's, he, I mean, he told me he was like 5'10". I think he said that. But is that one of those 5'10 things? So right? Maybe he's 5'9". <laughs> like, <laughs> and honestly, I didn't really mind. Like, he dresses really cool. He's got cool energy. Like, I mean, I definitely led the conversation. Like, he was very shy. But he, like, kissed me in the elevator. And I just, <laughs> he was just small. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like he was, like, looking up at you? I mean, I guess, technically, yeah. I right? Mean, or was it not even that? No, like I like slunched down in my chair when we were at the bar. Like I Aww. like, no, but I didn't. But I just was like, I, you know, it is. Yeah. It's just like a, I mean, we've talked about this a lot with dating shorter guys or whatever. So we had a really good time. And yeah. <laughs> you should swipe one more time. We should just see if like tonight you have like a good night too. Have a good night. I know. Maybe we'll meet someone else. Maybe we will. You know, and I no. will say, I'm, I've kind of, my mind has been opened up to shorter guys because maybe this rumor is true that they are better in bed. Allies. There we go. <laughs> we love that. Um, I thought that was a rumor started by short guys, but. Probably. But maybe not. As long as it holds up, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? So far it has. So we'll see. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll, my new thing is just dating short guys with, who dress really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just really need to channel that stuff. I turn our Joe Jonas energy I, so bad. That was the energy we were giving. Mm-hmm. That was the energy we were giving. Um, I wish you would have seen, I wish you could have just seen and told me how been like you were way taller. Or like, like if not. I took a photo of you guys from the back or something like that. Yeah. Cause like so could see. the other day we, we did a podcast interview with our friend Alyssa yeah. and I literally was like, Oh, she's like two inches shorter than me. She's five, three. Yeah. So like, my scale is off. Totally, totally. You thought you were five seven too, also. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I need to know what if you can choose one thing from this trip. Like, what are you obsessed with? Oh my god. 
Honestly, I think I think the way of life in New York is much more social, mm-hmm. much more open, and I do think it is just a bit more like wild and carefree, and I really love that. And I just think I'm like obsessed with the energy of it, like of the city um, and the people, the people. I guess I'm naming like 18 things. No, I, I love that. I think um, they all go hand in hand. Yeah. I think I just, um, I'm, I have nothing bad to say about New York yet. So oh, I can't what wait. about you? I can't wait for some New Yorkers to listen to this episode. They're going to be like, you've been here for two days and it's been like the most, <laughs> the most beautiful, beautiful weather. weather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. This is the thing. I'm like romanticizing it so much because it has been so sunny, nice. beautiful. My only thing, it has been it, hot as balls. Yeah, it has. I'm sweating my ass off in our fall clothing. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> three days. We'll just come back and forth more until we decide for sure. But I think it is happening. I think it's happening. But, okay, what have you been obsessed with on this trip? Okay. Well, one thing real quick is I was walking. Okay, actually, what I'm obsessed with is that I feel like in New York City, it is such a big city, and there's so many people, but you always run into someone. Oh, this was crazy. Okay, so we were walking out of our hotel, like, walking down the street, and we passed, like, this group of people, and, like, there was, like, a guy who, like, ran past us and, like, wanted to talk to us, blah, 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 blah. No, he was like, you guys are dressed so cool. Are you from Europe? Oh, Yeah. That's what happened. We got to tell him that because that makes us sound really cool. <laughs> okay, okay. He thought we were, we were just so cool. He thought we were from Europe. Yeah. But anyways, then all of a sudden this girl followed too who was with them. And I remember seeing the girl like, being like, oh, she looks kind of familiar. Anyways, make a long story short. Turns out she was one of my really good friends in LA's sister who lives in New York. Who like, we've I've DM'd her and like messaged with her back and forth. She has like a cool kids clothing brand. Um, and it's just so funny. Like we've never met before and we like randomly met on the streets of New York. It was like such a cool small world. I know. What are the odds of that? That's really crazy. So crazy. And then I was walking in the city and I hear Christina. Dude, this is like probably the highlight of my trip. I hear Christina and I turn around and this it's this girl, Saggy. Shout out, Saggy. What's up? And she listens to the podcast and she happened to be listening to the podcast as she saw me crossing the street in New York City and said hi. And it was like such a meta moment. It was like so exciting. I loved it so much. She was so awesome. That's my negative of the trip is that I wasn't there for that. I know. I wish you I was too. like literally watching your story in the cab to meet you. And I was like, oh my God. Can you God. tell how happy I was? I was yes. so excited. What are the odds of that though? Not only running into her, but she was listening to the podcast. Oh my gosh. She made me so, so, so excited. Oh, um, but another thing I'm obsessed with, and if you follow me on stories, you know the saga over my sparkly shoes, but I got these oh. shoes that I am obsessed with, and I think they're very expensive. I'm not going to lie, um, and I d- debated returning them for like three weeks. I just had them looking there. I was just looking Staring at, at you. And I actually brought them to New York City, and actually before I left for New York City, I bought two versions of them from like a cheapo brand. Wait, did you try on the cheap brand? No, and it hasn't come yet. Okay. Oh, we was, need to hear if these I'm going to try. It. I'll compare. I'll compare. Um, and I was like, I really don't need to spend that much money on these sparkly pair of shoes or whatever. But I was like, let me just bring them to New York just in case. Of course, my first night I wore them. And I am so happy. And I do think that sometimes just having like something in your wardrobe that makes you feel amazing the second you put it on is so, so worth it. So worth it. Mm-hmm. They're expensive, but those shoes like are so 
they're an emotional shoe. They elicit emotion. Yeah. It was, they looked so good. I've never gotten so many compliments on a pair of shoes either. And they're showstoppers. The other day, Christina was out somewhere and I was back at the hotel and I was (laughs) trying to find them to, trying to find them to try them on. I could not find them anywhere. Our hotel room was a disaster. And I'm like, did that bitch hide them from me? She She, tried to hide them. No, No, I know you wanted She thought I hid them, but really, our hotel's a dungeon, okay? The hotel's so dark. It is so dark. Every single time I go in there and get dressed, I get annoyed because I cannot find a single thing because I know it's there, but I literally can't see it. Yeah. I mean, it is a cool hotel, but it is. It is moody. Dark. I'll say it's moody. Yeah. And I just, we got, we have like a two separate beds and mine's like, I got there first. So I took the one, like the king bed by the window. It's yeah, like a really like selfish move of me. I don't but care. I was like, well, I got here first. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I would have done the same. Um, oh my gosh. So I will say, this is one thing I wanted to bring up. I think one of, I think that since we talk about confidence and all this stuff, I was actually like nervous for this trip and I'm so glad you came. It's made it 10,000 times more fun than I would have had on my own. But like doing things like this is so out of your comfort zone, whether you're going to a new city or just like doing new things. I honestly think doing one thing a day could be as small as like for me taking the train into the city by myself the other day. I was like terrified. Build so much confidence and that is like, all of those things adding up just make you such a more confident person. Mm-hmm. And I think especially like traveling and that sort of thing and going to new places outside of your comfort zone is one of the ways that builds confidence for sure. Absolutely. You know, something that I've been having to do a lot because I've been taking a lot of meetings is tell people about myself. Yes. And dude, I talk all the time, right? But for some reason, when I have to like try and sell myself, I'm, I sometimes I feel like I'm really bad at it. No, I feel like you are so good. You're like a good, I don't want to say schmoozer, but you're good at like, no, I think I'm a good schmoozer. I know I can schmooze like well, but I'm better at like schmoozing and getting other people to tell me things about themselves and, and making them feel really comfortable. But when someone's like, tell me about you, what do you do? I don't know why for like, I kind of get in my head. I'm like, oh, I just don't know what to share. Like, and I've been having to do that a lot out mm. here. Um, and it's very good practice. And I think it's good practice for anyone because I think as we're all, we can all be quick to like dim ourselves down. Yep. No matter what. But like we should always be like highlighting ourselves and li- lifting ourselves up and telling other people. I mean, obviously you don't have to like go around like bragging about how amazing you are to everyone. You know what I mean? But like why not share what you've done? Why not share like things that make you proud about yourself or like things that you're excited about? Yeah. Isn't so. that so funny? Like we, it's so much easier for me to like sit down and talk about you. Likewise. Than it is about ourselves. Yeah. I know. That's so, but that's a really good one. People should practice that. Yeah. I think you, cause like you think about it even when they go on a date and stuff too. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I like, what do you share about yourself when you go on a date? Well, probably not much because you have to ask all the questions. Not much <laughs> because I think I've been asked a total of three questions on the 50 dates I've been on. Um, no, I will say I for sure dim my light with when they ask me what I do mm-hmm. because that's the one area where I should be like really proud because I am proud, totally. but I have this like false belief in my head that men like look down on me for what I do. Um, so I always say, I'm like, honestly, it changes 
changes a lot. I'm like, oh, I'm a curve model and content creator, or I'm a content creator, or I have a podcast. Like, I like change it all the time, kind of based on what like they're giving me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I've been practicing being just saying really confidently what I do and like seeing how they, you know, react and how they handle it. Um, because I, I will say it is just a fact. Some guys don't like what I do mm-hmm. and then they're not for me. Right. So it was just gets to the chase cuts to the chase. Is that the saying to earlier? Um, knowing if they're going to be a good match. But, and I think it doesn't even matter what you do, but if you're able to like, like speak confidently, like, Oh, I do this. And you seem like proud about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are like, Oh, that's awesome. Do you know what I mean? No, that's so funny. Were you in San Diego when that guy was telling us he makes like, he's a metal maker and makes like armor? No, I wasn't there. Oh my God. But he was God. probably passionate about it. He was so it. passionate and so confident about telling me about this freaking like suit of armor he made and like showing me all these photos. And I was like, he slowly and slowly, he just became like hotter and that's hotter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, yeah. Because he was so passionate. And like, I think if you can just talk about yourself and be like excited, other people will be too. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's something that we can all work on. Yes. I need to work on it as well. Mm-hmm. I need to go into dates and say confidently, this is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know what? I feel like if you're like, oh, I'm a content creator and I host podcasts, then it's like, oh, she's like just another person. But like really you're a badass entrepreneur running your own business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Working with some of like the biggest brands in the world. Yeah. So if you're like, oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I actually work with some of the biggest brands in the world and create content for them. Yeah. It's like, fuck. I know. That's I awesome. Actually, I'm going <laughs> to use that exactly. I'm going to use that exactly. Now I just need to get them to ask me the question <laughs> instead of me just being volunteering information. I'm like, <laughs> I definitely, volunteer. I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they're like this. And I'm like, well, let me tell you about me. me. Um, one day I'll find a guy who asks questions, I swear. Uh, <laughs> Wait, should we tell them about the rowboat thing this morning? Oh my gosh. This is our funny story before we'll do our Ask Away, ask away with Rain K. So <laughs> we went to Central Park this morning and I was like, we got we to do the rowboats. We were so pumped to do the rowboats, like do the whole Central Park experience, which it was so magical there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it really was. Wow. We're rowing. I'm rowing, actually. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like see this little sticker behind behind Christina and I'm like, oh, three people, max weight, four twenty-five. I say that and both Christina and I kind of look at each other and I'm like And we start doing math in our head about like how much we weigh. And I'm like, wait, Christina, I weigh like 218 pounds. Um, we are definitely over this weight limit. Yeah. Like, wait, what? And so I don't know why, but we just thought it was like the funniest we were dying thing ever and then we saw like water in the bottom of the boat we're, like, we're <laughs> taking our we're water sinking, we're sinking oh my gosh oh. so ridiculous oh but it was so but fun. honestly i feel like no one talks about weight and growing up like if you were to hear 200 pounds wouldn't you think like that is so much no don't you remember like i remember in high school girls would be like oh i could never wear that i would look like 200 pounds yeah like 200 pounds was like the like the threshold of like d- absolute disgusting like i would never want to 100 um and i don't know why in movies and stuff too i think like i remember this one spider-man movie i watched he was gonna like carry her up and he was like oh 
said something and she was like, I'm only 115 pounds. And like, dude, I feel like 115 pounds is like why was, what, like the weight women should be. Like, that's what we're like, I feel like growing up, we were told. Me too. Like, I don't know why I had 115, 115 pounds. <laughs> if you and I were 115 pounds. I would, fly, I would fly away with the wind, okay? You would be. <laughs> I would literally freaking, like the subway would come and I would just be flying. The wind would take me away. Nicholas is going to be 115 pounds in like two years, okay? I mean, that is ridiculous oh. when you think about that. It's really messed up. It's really messed up. And like, it, yeah, I, I don't know where this number came from, but I would say... So like this 200 pound, I was like, I, ne I, when I first was 200 pounds, I was like, thought I would die. Yeah. And now I'm Same. like, well, I'm fine. It is what it is. Yeah. Chill. Still alive. Chilling. <laughs> I'm still good. Looking fire. I'm still Making good. it happen. Working out. Living my life. Yeah. Doing the whole thing. So anyways, if you're in the same club. Welcome. You have good company. Yes. All right. Should we get into our ask away with Ray and Kay? Yes. All right. I'm going on a bachelorette soon where I'm deaf the biggest girl. I'm uncomfy, but have been talking myself through situations and realizing no one cares more than I do. One other girl going is very self-conscious, and in order to fish for compliments, she says things like, oh my gosh, you look so great. Have you lost weight? Literally every time I see her. Or she'll offer to lend me a pair of pants because she'll say something like, because of my thunder thighs, we should be close to the same size. She's super athletic. I'm working through quarantine 15. Tips on how to not to overreact when she says something or just general tips on what to do when you're going to be in a bathing suit all weekend taking pics with skinny girls. Oof. I think that this girl sounds annoying. <laughs> she does. The, not the one who's on the message, yeah, obviously. obviously. But, um... I would honestly say, like, there's nothing more confident than just being like, you know, I actually haven't lost weight and I don't really appreciate, like, I don't really see the need to comment on my weight. Or, like, I don't know, it's hard. I don't know how I would articulate it. Yeah. But it is, I've had friends who are like that where they're like, oh my, every time I see them, have you lost weight? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no, like, and it's coming from a good place. It's always coming from a good place. For but the most they, part, yeah. For the most part. But it, they don't understand that it doesn't have that effect. Right. Um, I, I mean, I would say something to her. Would you? I guess I don't know if it's a friend you see all the time, but. Yeah, I guess it just depends if it's, like, worth my time or not. Sometimes I feel like silence and just showing up and, like, wearing a bikini on this girl's trip and, like, planning cute outfits and just, like, going in the water and feeling comfortable and living your life, like, says enough. Do you know what I mean? But then I'm, like, if you're, like, living your best life in a swimsuit, being so confident on this trip, and what if she, you know, says a comment, like, oh, my gosh, I just don't know how you're so confident. I think you should be, like, why wouldn't I be? Yeah, exactly. I agree. And just kind of make her think about it a little bit yeah. or something like that. Just to be like, why, what, like, mm -hmm. what are you trying to say? You know? But I do think just being confident and, and rocking that swimsuit and having an amazing time will be speak. Like you said, volume. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so too. Um, I, I'm trying to think of what I would say in that situation. If someone was like, Oh my gosh, you look so amazing. Did you lose weight? You'd be like, no, Actually, I didn't lose any weight, but I do feel amazing. So thank you for that. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, I like that response. Yeah. Something like that. Because I don't think that – I think if someone's saying that and if someone's, like, constantly, like, insecure and commenting on their own bodies, like, I, I don't think – like, don't get annoyed. 
it's definitely just such a reflection on them. Like, you can't take that energy on. I think you need to just, like, say something back. But, like, don't get into an argument. Don't, like, start a fight over it. It's mm. not worth, like, being confrontational, in my opinion, in this situation. You're just on a weekend bachelor On a weekend bachelor yeah. trip. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't maybe say, okay, maybe I take back what I said at the beginning. But I do think if she says, like, some sort of little comment, mm-hmm. being like the, oh, like, why wouldn't I be? Or, like, what yeah. you just said about the weight. Just a little... Yeah. Sass back. And no, yeah, just a little sass back. And I think that know that everyone has these situations. I feel like growing up, I always used to have girls that were like so much skinnier than me, always being like, oh my gosh, I gained so much weight or I feel so fat. Mm-hmm. And that stuff would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. But you just can't take on that. En- that energy and honestly like people feel insecure or confident in their own bodies and like how they feel about their bodies should have no reflection on how you feel about your body yep and i will say too in a group of people like you really have to think about you know you how you carry yourself and your energy you bring has so much more of an impact than like what you what size you are Mm -hmm. so like don't even let that like thought of being the biggest girl like dull your sparkle because you, uh, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> dull your sparkle. I've never heard that, but I like it. Dull your, dull your light. Dim your. I think I'm trying to say dim your light. Dull, I, but I like dull I your like sparkle. Dull your sparkle. Dull your. <laughs> because you, yeah, just, just you can be the most badass, fun, amazing, beautiful person there. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that, like, if someone is struggling like that, what really makes a difference is just showing up and being yourself. Like if someone's commenting on like their thunder thighs, you should be like, girl, your thighs look amazing. Just just honestly, even if they're fishing for compliments, just give them a compliment. Yeah. Why, like why? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why not? Make someone feel good about themselves too because that will be passed on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Good advice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. Um, well, we're going to keep today's episode short and sweet because Christine and I might keel over any second now. Literally. New York is wrecking us. Oh my gosh, I feel like I might freaking die in this <laughs> podcast studio. You're going to have to carry me down. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh, we might not make it. But anyway, reporting. Oh my gosh, I came in. Reporting live from New York. This has been the Confident Collective Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you when we're back in Los Angeles. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com, and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.